Rusty Quill presents. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Minerva's Chinchilla Chinchilla Solutions. Your jaw feeling the jitters? Chili chins make for cheesy chatter. Need something that won't shake your chisel chopper? Make the choice of a chubby chinchilla to chaperone your shoot for a charming chuckle. No more chicanery. Charm your chin chastity with a champion chinchilla. Minerva's Chinchilla Chinchilla Solution. Save your regrets for tomorrow. Voldat's sister, Viola and Vivian, Vivi short, grew up wealthy in the folds of the affluent but off-troubled Voldat family. Bit more on that later. Young Vivian, to their dismay, developed a potent mental ailment as a young girl. And after an onslaught of treatments from doctors, and some that just called themselves doctors, She was sent away to the asylum Ludlow, and due to her defiant nature, Vivian was given aggressive treatments and ultimately placed underground in a small stone room and had pieces of her removed, not voluntarily. Over time, the asylum was abandoned, and Vivian left in its cluttered halls with a new jaggedy set of makeshift dentures took over the place and its cast-off tenants and turned it into an orphan laundry. Employing the old groundskeeper Colson to travel out into the city and kidnap children for labor. To the outside world, she was Ms. Brianna. But to the children, she was known as Brittle Teeth. The long keys, known by the sound of the chains that jangled and her chattering dentures as she walked the grounds reveling in the sounds of their suffering. Viola Voltat, in contrast, grew up in luxury and society 
and married Leopold Walker. And he built for her the purple house of Park Row, Lavendula. But the Voldat curse caught up with her as well. And in her old age, she suffered from terrible nightmares and bouts of dementia. Viola went looking for Vivian, but found Brianna and barely escaped Ludlow with her life. Leopold Walker had long passed away, and any sign of him had been pushed into storage. He left behind a massive fortune somewhere in the city, Celine. Metals and minerals and paintings and jewels. Deeds and bonds. All sat somewhere and quiet. Not even the curios knew where it was. With Viola's mental state declining, her two daughters, Cornelia and Cooper Walker, moved back into Lavendula to look after her. Their manservant, Pumble, grew more worried by the day. Plum, the peacock, had been kidnapped from medicine. They'd been assaulted at the seaside, and the phantasmagoric magicians had raided Lavendula, looking for papers to the fortune, putting Viola in a sleepwalking trance with their spirit cabinet. When one of the Park Row mansions was demolished, Vivian sized the opportunity, and under the guise of Ms. Brianna, she and Coulson, and a new child, a sit daughter, the girl in green, opened the Bridewell House, a reform school for youth at the end of the Park Row mansion, sitting on the grave of the Sato Voce. And in its depths, in a small stone room, bewildered Viola was chained to the floor and her peacock plum her only company hello hello this is way This is way, Viola. Don't drag yourself. Just a little upstairs. I have something to show you. Don't mind the chains. Are you gonna stumble the entire way? Just a little more. One step, two, through the door. Uh, Keep coming. Come on, Viola. A little further. A little further. Come on. Come. Here we go. Just lie there on the floor. You must continue. Stop. And on this rainy night, Vivian Voldat, aka Ms. Brianna, aka Brittle Teeth, had a surprise for her sister. 
Viola, do you know what day it is? <laughs> it's your anniversary. You were married so many days ago, and what I've been told was a lovely ceremony. You were quiet and distant. Somewhere there's a lovely portrait. Big Viola. None of this was here then. That's how much of a fossil you are. And where was I while you were walking down the aisle in a lace veil? I was having my teeth ripped out and dunked into baths of freezing cold water, thrown naked into a stone cell, cutting cake with the lovely canapes. You waited so long to have your daughters, too. Selfish as always. You didn't want to share your Leopold, not even for a moment, did you? But he wanted a boy, didn't he? His disappointment must have killed him. Mother and father's disappointment with me ended the moment I was sent away for good. Out of mind, I suppose. Vivi, we can discuss this. <laughs> Viola, if you call me that name again, I'll carve a V out of your tongue with my stippers. The name is Brittle Teeth. Or Miss Brianna, if we are in polite company, but I'm not sure you'll ever be in polite company ever again. Not after I'm through. Vivi, your precious Vivian is long dead. She died in the bowels of Ludlow. And I was reborn. New and naked and clear of purpose. Now, get up. Just a little farther into the parlor. And there goes Plum, your peacock. Plum. Plum. Get humble. <laughs> Let's let him run free, shall we? Perhaps some of the new children that are softening in the cages will see him. It may be so surreal they'll finally snap. The parlor at Bridal House had been dressed for the occasion. The space, usually sparse and used for the children's education, had been decorated into a macabre space, dimly lit, with a collection of candles flickering shadows across the high-backed armchairs and plush velvet. Dark wooden coffee table draped in a heavy throw with fringed, beaded edges. The walls lined with shelves filled with medical books, the remains of Ludlow's research library, and several small animal skulls, a collection of butterflies pinned to a board, and a few dolls with smiles child's teeth eerily smiling back. Several sets of heavy pliers sat atop biology textbooks. The floor had been covered in an ornate rug with symbols stitched in it. The windows lined with heavy drapes as the rain spattered against the glass. In one corner, a small piano organ was warmed by the fire. And on the mantle, several deliberate objects have been covered in a long scarf. 
Now, look at this lovely parlor, won't you? We dress it like this for company on the evenings. The drapes, the table, and that lovely covering. All the candles just for you. A perfect mood for a stormy night such as this. Sit. Comfy? You look a little pale. Weeks of starvation have taken a toll. You need your strength for this evening. Soup! Soup! Bring the soup! A little girl in a green robe and hood, wearing a porcelain mask, brought a tureen of soup and placed it on the table. Colson shuffled up and put a bowl in front of Viola, and a spoon next to it. Now, I want you to tell me everything I missed. A little Voldat sister chat. And then you can tell me all about your husband Leopold and his massive fortune built on the backs of the unfortunate. Like every fortune. Eat, Viola. I'll get a tube and funnel and show you how all the defiant little girls and boys get the nutrition at Bradwell House. White soup, also known as Queen's Pottage, is the staple of fancy balls and conveys in itself a sign of status. Although a little dated, it is a perfect treat to bring back all of those lovely memories from the Voldat sisters' childhood. If you yourself are throwing a ball, or perhaps just want to weep into your own bowl of white soup, salted with your tears suitable enough for Mr. Darcy, I recommend the following. Start with a large pot and make some stock from mutton or ham. Be sure to skim the fat off the top. Add some thick pieces of bacon. String up a bundle of your favorite herbs. Add white peppercorns. Then drop in onions, carrots, leeks, and parsnips. Make a bread coulis to thicken the soup. Boil half a pint of cream and pour it onto the crumbs of a half penny loaf. Make a sack of blanched almonds and beat them fine. And then add several egg yolks. Stir it all in and let it boil. And salt and pepper to taste. And now this part is really going to get you. Soak the tops of two fresh French rolls in melted butter till they are crisp. Place them in a bowl. And when ready to serve, ladle the soup onto the rolls. Then get a nice big spoon, something that'll knock into the teeth. and then force-feed into the mouth of your ungrateful sister till she chokes on it. Good, isn't it? Can you hear the hidden children? Little mice. They can smell the white soup, and their starved little tummies are waiting just to pounce. Nothing too hard, you can imagine. I make all of our food soft. 
Oh, wipe your chin. There you are. Now, as I was saying this evening, it's your anniversary, Viola. You're married to such a fine fellow, Leopold Walker. A big game hunter, was he not? Stalked and killed and stuffed poor creatures. I hear you've had all of his things shuffled off to the attic since he passed. Not a stitch in sight. I wonder what Leopold would say if he saw you now. Have you squandered that fortune of his? A few coins left from that mighty mountain? Or is it squirreled away as somewhere secret? I saved every stitch from laundry and dolls to build this place. Do you like it? I didn't have a rich husband to lean on. I built my own family. I built my own great house on Park Row. And this one is useful. I don't sit all day in some office pretending to shovel papers like you. No, I think Leopold would be quite ashamed of the sheer stagnation. I applaud you keeping the vultures at bay. That's not nothing, as the kids say. But having not collecting dust, your daughter's fibbing about some middle-class occupations, making them work for a living, really, Viola. That's not for them. That's for you. So you can be alone to have quiet. Or was it so that no one was looking too closely that you started to forget the little things along with the big things, eh? I know the stories. Wandering in and out of your own front door. Heading out into the city only to forget where you're going. And now you just make up what you can't recall. Even Pumble can't cover enough for you now. I think you've lost the instructions to access the wealth of it. I think your accounts are locked away. And even you can't get to them. I think there's only one man who can help us. I wouldn't want you to miss this, Viola. I brought you here to this lovely parlor, chained you to this table, and fed you. Let's put some makeup on that sour face. Pretty, pretty. Hold still. You'll want to look your best to see your departed mister. Hmm... Lipstick on a desiccated pig, if you ask me. Ah, Wilson, just in time. Hand me that, won't you? Here you go. That's right, Viola. Does this shovel look familiar? It should. You used it to dig your grave at the Thal Hospital Ludlow. I endeavor to spit over your motionless corpse some clear evening there. Really quite aspiring when it's crisp. You didn't know this, but our Colfinger here is not only a child napper, but also an accomplished grave robber. And now we're going to use this shovel for a reunion with old Leopold. Bring him back for a little chat? Isn't that just fantastic? On your anniversary? Why, Viola, what's the matter? You've gone as pale as your soup.
been trapped in the attic? Ingested a parasite? Looking for a Lenny Penny? Come bask in the emerald green glow of a strange city lying alone. Join our Patreon for Selena Cleveland, and Minerva might just let you pick her next solution. Join our Patreon, and no one will ever ask you for anything ever again. And again, and again, and again! And again, and again, and again, and again, and again, and again. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.